Welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategies for such a time as this to build and expand the kingdom within you. We are educating and equipping individuals around the world to build and expand their empires through biblical principles and applications. I am your host, Pastor Deron Shazorn, your kingdom strategist, here to release strategies and revelations to unlock the kingdom within you glory 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 be unto god we just bless god in this place i want to thank every listener of this broadcast for listening to what God is about to release on tonight that is going to truly bless you. Amen. Going to truly bless you. Going to expand your vision. Going to cause you to walk in the things that God has called forth in your life. Amen. In the majestic name of Jesus. So let us go to a word of prayer first amen before we dive into our powerful subject on tonight oh great and mighty king we just thank you in this place and we thank you oh lord god in the name of jesus for being who you are for loving us so unconditionally in the name of jesus we thank you oh lord god that you will come into this broadcast on tonight and have your way open up our eyes so that we may see the revelation in which you're showing unto us so that we may move in greater places of our purpose into our destiny destinies in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, purge, remove anything out of our minds and out of our heart that will be hindering us from receiving what it is that you're trying to release on tonight in the name of Jesus. Clear every negative thought, clear all the weight of the world, everything, oh God, that is before us in the name of Jesus, that is a hindrance so that we can receive, oh God, so that we may grow in your spirit and by your power and in your might. Lord God, until, oh God, that in which you called us to be before the foundation of the world, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen to God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I am so excited tonight. I do want to again welcome you wherever you may be around the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We're getting ready to have a great time in this broadcast. Our topic for tonight, we're dealing with Kingdom Business Strategies 101. This is the series that we're going to work on for a moment. And tonight's topic is Write the Vision. It's talking about writing down your vision. We're going to start off here in Habakkuk 2, verse 2. Amen. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. And the word of the Lord reads, Then the Lord replied, Write down the vision and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. So that an herald may run with it. So let's talk about 
this vision. Amen. And I know I'm going to come back and, and do something different as well. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, glory to God. So let's talk about the vision. What is a vision? A vision is something that God has given unto you according to your purpose that you must do and live out. Okay? And so when God gives us a vision, he does make provision for it, but we'll talk about that later. Amen. Provision for the vision. That'll be a later broadcast. But when God gives us a vision for us to see, when God paint a picture of what it is that he desires for us to do in our mind, it's important that we write it down. When he places it in our hearts, it's important that we write it down. And in this episode, we're going to deal with, um, with why it is so important for us to write down the vision that God has given unto us. A written vision is very vital to the manifestation of its existence. Why is a written vision important? It brings further clarity and direction to whoever reads it, to you and whoever else read this vision. It brings focus to your day-to-day activities as it inspires you on what's to come. Amen. Your vision gives you your day-to-day action steps. It gives you what it is that you need, what mission that you need to be accomplishing each and every day. It helps you set your goals, your mission. When you have your vision written now, it helps you set your goals. Amen that you need to do to make this vision come to pass to make this vision come to pass a vision we see a vision three times we operate on the vision every day amen so let's talk about these three times these three times we see the vision even though we're working on it every day. The very first time we see the vision, these are the three important times. The very first time we see the vision is when we sit in our mind or it, it, it drops in our heart. Amen. That's our very first contact with our vision. Is this going to be in our mind or it going to drop in our heart? So that's the very first time we come in contact with our vision. And when we come in contact, with our vision, when we get in our mind and in our heart, it's important that we do the second thing, which is to write it down, which is to write down the vision. A vision in a vision in your mind is only a daydream because there is no tangible evidence that says it exists. So that's why your vision has to come from your mind into a documentation. A vision that is not written cannot attract those who are attached to it because they don't know it exists. Hmm. That's powerful. Because remember that the text told us that write down the vision and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. And some versions of the text is so that he who reads it may run with it. 
And so if those that are attached to your vision to help you grow it, to help you mature it, to help you move in it, if it's not written down so that they can see it or, or so they can see it, then how would they know? Or if it's not written um, where it's being recited and things of that nature, how would they know if they never get the opportunity to see it? So you need the vision to be written down so that even as you're coming in contact with people, you can say, hey, go to my website, the vision there, or here is my brochure, the vision, you know, have the vision statement and things of that nature there, you know, the vision statement and its perspective places so that when people see it and they read it, you know, it'll cause their belly to leap. It will cause their heart to just you just say, hey, I need to help this man of God or this woman of God with this division. They're just drawn to the vision, but they got to be able to see it. A written vision attracts and unlocks things that has not been accessible to you because it opened up doors of opportunities. That's powerful. How does it attract and unlock doors? Because when people who have resources that you need to to help fulfill your vision when they see your vision or they hear about your vision they're a, the, they're open up their doors so that your the what what God has placed inside of your heart can manifest and and I'm going to bring it to the text later where we're going to see everything that I t- I'm talking about right now. We're going to see how it unfolds in the word of God. And, and as it unfolds in the word of God, so it is so in our lives. If we are looking for our vision to manifest in the land of the living, it, it just simply starts by you taking your pen and your paper. Or, or getting a tablet or a computer, you can use your phone or your laptop and just begin to write down the things that God has spoken in your heart or that the image that God has placed in your mind. It doesn't matter what medium that you use to write down the vision, you just need to get it written down and 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 also written down so it can begin to get in circulation if it's in your mind and only in your mind the vision cannot move any farther than where you are and that's another reason why the vision must get on some piece a piece of paper where it's documented so that it can circulate it can go to places where you cannot be it can go to places it can be in places i mean even while you're sleeping it can be before the eyes of people especially when it's like on your website and you know and 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 access points where people can access it via the world wide web it can be in your brochures that you mail out and so when it's in a written tangible document it's able to go farther it it oh it causes you to expand and multiply and be able to do more in less time how is that Because instead of you having to now drive all over town to meet all these different people to show them the vision and talk to them about the vision and things of that nature, hey, you can email them, um, uh, email them a package about your organization, about your ministry, about what it is that God has called forth in your life. 
Or you can send them to your website where you have the vision written down or where you have a video presentation where you are talking about the vision and what it is that God has called for for you to do or whether you have a brochure that you mail out you know throughout the community and things of that nature putting your vision in front of as many people as possible without you physically having to be there allowing you to be your vision to be spread even farther because remember, when it's just inside of your mind, your vision, the extent of your vision is only, uh, amen, it, it can only come um, come forth no, no larger than the contact that you make with individuals. And sometimes, you know, when we people hear things, sometimes they have to go home and sit down and think about it and, and let it marinate. And, you know, sometimes when, you know, when, especially when we're in networking meetings and things of that nature, you're speaking and you're, you're talking about your business and you may be giving your vision and things of, of that nature. But so many other people are talking and sometimes people have to go back in and go to the different sites and things of that nature of the different organization that was before them or, or look over the content and the material um, and, uh, you know, as they settle their mind through everything and, hey, you have your written document, your vision statement so that people can see. And with them seeing that vision statement, it says so he who read it can run with it. And so when they read it and those that God has attached to it, it will instantly touch their heart and draw them to want to connect with you. Opening up doors of opportunity, the resources they they have, they just, it, when, when their heart is drawn to the vision as they read it, they just extended your reach, your resources, and strengthening the work that God has called for for you to do. That's, that's just powerful. I'm going to go into the text here for a moment in in the book of first chronicles and we're going to see these things like literally um played out in the word or uh, lived out in the word So let's look at First Chronicles chapter 28. I, I love it. Um, we're going to start at verse 12. We're going to start at verse 12. And here I just want to give you a little backdrop about this. This is King David. And King David is about, he's getting ready to transpire. He's old in age. And so he's turning the kingdom over to his son, King Solomon, fulfilling the word of God for King Solomon's life. Because God spoke it that he would be king. He would be the one that, would, that the kingdom would be transferred transferred over to right I love it about David it's a whole nother teaching when it talks about um, you know him knowing about his child future and how he prepared for it but we're not we won't talk about that today we're going to be talking about vision writing the vision and why it's important to write the vision so let's talk about it so we're in first chronicles chapter 28 and 12 and it says here in the text I'm gonna I'm gonna back up to 11 it said then David gave his son Solomon the plans for the for the portico of the temple, its buildings, its storerooms, its upper parts, its inner rooms, and the place of atonement. That's one set of plans. 
Then it said, he gave him the plans of all that the Spirit had put in his mind for the courts of the temple of the Lord and all the surrounding rooms for the treasuries of the temple of God and for the treasuries for the dedicated things. Now, here... I just ended verse 12. Here in the text, we, it's King David, and he's giving King Solomon everything that God, that the Spirit of God had put in his mind. He said everything that he put in his mind, he wrote it down. And as he wrote it down, as the Spirit of God gave it to him, he was, he was able to give it to his son um, with instructions on how, what it is that he needed to do. He gave, the first 13 said he gave him instructions for the divisions of the priests and the Levites and for all the works of serving in the temple of God as well as for the, all the articles to be used in service. It is just so powerful, you know, in this text that he received it in his mind. He wrote it down and wrote down all the instructions. And so now um, King Solomon, his son, is getting the vision and he's getting it with the instructions. So now he knows what it is that he needs to do, which way it is that he needs to go. But what I also love about it, that the priests and the, the, the Levites, they knew, they knew their instructions and what it was that was going to take place as well because he had all of that written down. Really, this is just a standard operating procedure. You know, he he even went more in the vision. He even put together the standard operating procedures. But we're going to talk about that later too. Amen. You know, so it was not just, hey, to build the temple of God. But this is the way that the temple should be built. And he just gave him so many details. When you guys go into the text and look at the text and begin to read from 11 all the way down to the end, you're just going to see he gave him detail of the detail of the detail as the Spirit of the Lord had given unto him. This last verse, I want to drop down to verse 19. It says this, All this David said I have in writing from the hand of the Lord upon me. And he gave me understanding and all the details of the plan. And that is so powerful. So and, and so this is how it works. And see, so when God give you a vision, that's why you you have to write it down. And even when he give you the vision, he'll give you the details on the things to do, how to move, how things that need to be operated. I mean, and, and we don't get every small intimate piece, but we get enough that we can move and run with. And not only that, that so that those that's going to accompany us when they hear it, they that they get in their proper place in their proper position. Here we see in the text that he had the instruction for the priests and the Levites, those that was going to work in the temple, those that was going to work in the treasury everything now if you go back a few chapters you're gonna see david putting all those people in place in their place in their position giving them all the details of things their duties their responsibilities and things of that nature of uh, according to how they're going to operate in the temple of god even those that was to build it 
So that's why it's important that we have this written documentation. Now, here we do see, so let's talk about this for a second, because I know some people is probably saying, well, God gave it to one person and he revealed it. He gave it um, over to another. You know, he gave it to David and David gave it to his son. Now, this is the reason why, you know, David was downloaded with the vision. It was put in David's heart to build this temple for God. And God said, no, David, I'm not going to have you to build it. I'm going to have your son to build it for me. And so with that, I'm sure David acquired more about the, from the Lord. And the Lord began to give him what it was that he needed. Giving him the instructions for the temple so that he can pass over to his son. So there are even some things that God will give us vision for. But it will be for somebody else to do. So that'll be another reason why we surely need to write down the vision. The visions that we see, the visions that he give unto us, because it's very vital and it's very important that when we get the vision, that we allow, amen, that we begin to move in the work. We begin to proclaim the word of the Lord. So that those who are supposed to be attached to it, they will move on it. That's that that thought alone now is bringing me to Ezra. I'm going to go over to Ezra real fast, chapter 4. Ezra chapter 4. And we know that this is King Cyrus, right? I'm sorry, chapter 1. <laughs> In chapter 4, they're working on the vision. <laughs> Sorry about that. Chapter 1 is when God gave the revelation. When God gave the vision um, forward. So, in, in Ezra chapter 1, Ezra chapter 1, God began to speak to King Cyrus, right? And as God began to speak to him, God said, look, King Cyrus, this is what I want you to do. He said, make a proclamation through all the kingdom. And he said, I want you to put it in writing. Here we go again. He said, I want you to put it in writing. This, 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 this is the vision. He said, God has commanded me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judea, in Judah, sorry. Then he said, who is among, who is among you of all his people? May his God be with him and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah and build a house of the Lord God of Israel he is God which is in Jerusalem and whoever is left in any place where he dwells let the man of his place help him with silver and gold with goods and livestock beside the free will offering for the house of God which is in Jerusalem now here we go again God gave him vision King Cyrus, I want for you that to build my house at Jerusalem, 
This is what I want you to do. But notice this. King Cyrus didn't even build. He, he didn't even go to help him build. He asked who was among the people that was going going to go. And so this is what I love about it. As you see, as he pro, as he made the proclamation, look, he made it loud. And this this another thing. When you write your vision, then you got to begin to proclaim it. As he made the proclamation and it went out through the earth, the written document began to go out through the kingdom. And as the written document began to go out to the kingdom and those who heard it, or those who read it, then they jumped on the assignment they they agreed in their heart and their mind and they said look where i'm going i'm gonna be a part of those that are going to jerusalem and and build the house of god right this the other part i, I want to make this very clear and plain to us because everybody that hears the vision is not going to jump on board with it but it's okay because they're not supposed to god has already assigned a specific set of people that is going to connect with you and help you build and move and 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 he's already assigned the people who you're going to serve in the vision that he's called forth in your life so here we go again in the text he said and whoever is left in any places where he dwells so that means that some people heard it and they stayed they heard it they stayed they didn't go build and that's okay you're going to have those same things to happen in your life. But what's important about what we're talking about today is this right here. What's, what's important is that you have this vision written so that you can begin to proclaim it in the land. So that those who will read it, those who would hear it, and who are supposed to accompany you in the building of it that they will join you in the work and begin to move with you in it. Remember, I said earlier, a vision that is not written cannot attract those who are attached to it because they won't know that it exists. Your written vision is going to attract and unlock things that that has not been accessible to you because it's going to open up doors of opportunities for your life, for your vision to grow and manifest. So it's very important and it's very vital that we write down the vision that God has given unto us. A written vision is a tangible document that your dream exists. It also unifies everyone who is assigned and attached to it with divine focus and divine direction so that they would know which way that it is that they should go. And I love it. I'm coming back to 1 Chronicles 28 and 19 and I'm going to close down right here. David said, and all this, David said, this is what the text said, all this, David said, I have in writing from the hand of the Lord upon me, and he gave me understanding and all the details of the plan. Write down the vision. Make it plain so that he who hears it can run with it. So that your vision can be complete and so that it can manifest in your life 
without delay. I want to give a small testimony because I believe that this is going to help somebody. I recall almost 10 years ago, October will make year 10, when God spoke to me about my purpose, when he gave me the vision of my ministry, when he gave me the vision of why he brought me into existence for such a time as this. I distinctly remember writing it down in my tablet and putting it on the bookshelf. Because at that time, I doubted. I doubted what God was saying unto me. I doubted for various reasons. First, it wasn't a part of my plan. It wasn't a part of the direction in which I was seeking, in which the direction in which I was going, what that I wanted to do. But I thank God that many other plans of a man's heart, but God's purpose shall prevail. I love it. Other reasons why I, 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 I doubted because of fear. Had no clue on what he was talking about and didn't, didn't even want to try to find out. The other reason I was, it was going to cause me to be, become, be, being stretched. It was going to cause me to come out of my comfort zone and be stretched. And I wasn't trying to be stretched because I was comfortable. Also, there was a spirit of selfishness there upon me. Because I wasn't thinking about other people. I wasn't thinking about how I was going to help and assist other people with, the, with what God had given unto me. There was a little arrogance there as well. And yes, I didn't feel like I was qualified because of the places and the things that in which I came from. It was just no way possible. And then the, one of the main reasons, I just didn't even want the level of responsibility that came with it. But in spite of my disbelief, I still wrote down exactly what God has spoken unto me. I still wrote it down. Even in my disbelief. And all I can say, all I can say, I thank God for his plans and that his thoughts is higher than my thoughts and his ways are higher than my ways. And he had to build my maturity. Thank you, Jesus, and my faith uh, into his very thought. God has a plan for your life just like he did for mine. And as I look back and reflect on what God has done in these last 10 years, it, it has been beyond my level of comprehension. Being able to see today some of what God has, God had the vision that God had given unto me. Just a portion of what I've written down. I ain't seen it all yet. I haven't even begun to touch the surface of the things that he's downloaded in my mind and he's downloaded in my heart about the vision that he's called forth in my life. But I'm telling you to be able to look back over the last 10 years of my life and to see the hand of God just manifesting. Yellow Lord, in the name of Jesus, manifesting in my life, just moving, making the connections that need to be made as I move forward in the vision that he wrote for my life as I begin to move and proclaim and say what well, thus says the Lord and begin to put my hand to work and begin to see how he connected me with people around the world. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, uh, to bring this vision to pass my God the vision is still manifesting it's still manifesting and, and each day I wake up I'm excited to see what it is what portion of the vision that God is going to um, bring forth that's going to manifest right before my eyes in spite of all the odds that were stacked up against me God did it 
when opportunity presented itself. Glory to God. I took advantage of it. And you know what if. Glory to God. Thank you Jesus. And it have afforded me the opportunity. To minister to people. To teach and train and equip people. And their purpose and their destinies. Amen. Around the world. It has. Amen. Glory to God. It has put me in a place in my mind. That I can move. And flow in the things of God. And be what it is that he has called for for me to be. And you know even when he spoke it to me. I didn't know how I was going to reach and be teaching and training people around the world. But it is happening. In the name of Jesus. And so know that. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. That God's plan will come to pass for your life. Just write down the vision. Write down the vision. That he's given unto you. And God is going to give you the instruction. As he give you the instruction, you move by faith in them. You have been listening to your host. Pastor Deron Shazon, your kingdom strategist. To find out more information about me, you can go to my social media pages. You can go to Instagram at Kingdom Strategist. Um, Twitter, KB Strategist. On Facebook, Kingdom Business Strategist. You can also go to my website at DeronshaZorn.com. That's D-E-R-A-S-H-A-Y-Z-O-R-N dot com. And you can find out more information. And if you need someone to coach or consult you, to help you birth out the dream, the vision that God has called forth in your life. I am definitely here to assist you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You can also obtain a free 30-minute coaching session. And I promise you it will be worth your time. In 30 minutes, we would unlock the mysteries of the kingdom of God for your life. And we will have action steps in those 30 minutes for you to begin to move in some things in God in your destiny. In the name of Jesus. So go to www.deronshazoan.com and go ahead and, and sign up for your free consultation. Again, I thank you for listening to Building your empire with the kingdom strategist. As we are releasing strategies to unlock the kingdom within you. Signing off, this is your host, Pastor Deron Zorn, your kingdom strategist. Until next week at 5 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday. Eastern Standard Time, in Jesus' name, amen.